Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Call to Action podcast. Today is championship week as we have our MAC football championship on Saturday, December 3rd at noon. And we're joined by a very special guest this morning, head coach of the Ohio Bobcats, Tim Albin. Coach Albin, how you doing? Congrats on winning the East Division. And, uh, you know, how, how are you feeling as, as we head into uh, Saturday's game? Uh, thank you very much for having me on. Uh, uh, the team's very excited. Uh, it's everyone's goal to start of the season uh, coming off Mac media days. Detroit's the goal. And um, our team has been very resilient throughout the course of the year and very, very uh, uh, fortunate to, to be where we are and just enjoying the moment and preparing uh, for the next opportunity. And just why are you where you are? What, what's yeah, going on this year? I, I think I, I said it during uh, in August or July and Mac media days that, um, yeah, there's some things that, had, that we have to do in the offseason, made some changes. But for us to take the next step, uh, Curtis Rourke needs to take the next step. Um, Hagan, Missouri has been a uh, – he started every game for us, a true freshman at right guard in 2017. We need for Hagan to be the best guard in the conference. Um, Key Thompson, getting him back. Bonnie Watkins, neither one of those guys played a snap for us last year. Um, and so ultimately at the end of the day, it comes down to, to our players uh, elevating their game and cause they've always been bought in. Uh, so that that's where that, how, how, you know, where we are in the program right now. And, um, those guys have, I mean, Curtis took a, Hey, he, he took a, a bit, not only a step, but a couple of steps. Right. I mean, uh, and Hagan is, he is the best guard in our conference. So, um, I'm I'm proud of, the, of, of, their improvement, but um, we're here and let's, let's see what we can get done. And throughout the season, quite a few of you guys have received player of the week honors. Um, and just tell me a little bit, I mean, obviously it was well-deserved, but what does it mean for the program when guys get awards like that um, and are recognized for their performances? I think it's, it's a, a great platform for not only the, the, the collegiate athlete, but our, our wonderful university. Um, it's, it's, um, we make it a thing, you know, to, to the team, uh, their, their picture goes on the wall and, um, it's been well-deserving and well-received, uh, anytime you can have, uh, accolades, of, uh, of, of, with players of the week. Um, I think it's a, it's a locker room building block and something that, um, we sure appreciate. You talk about Curtis and, and the season that he's had. And unfortunately, you know, he's he's down and out for the rest of the year. Just, you know, to get you to this point, what he's done, I'm sure that he's still uh, very much a, a leader as you're looking to this Saturday's game and, and in that locker room. Just what have you seen out of him? You talk about how he's taken that, that big step. Um, you know, what has he done this year, not only on the field, but off the field with your team? Yeah, I think leadership has been um, off the charts particularly in the off season. Um, he, he's not a yellow or a screamer. He's a doer, you know, it's and you know, leadership comes in different styles. It's about, it's, it's about um, getting people to follow you. That's, that's it. That's, that's a, it's a simple, that's the definition in its simplest form about getting people to follow you. All right. And um, he has certainly done that. Uh, just here's an, an example. You know, I, I mean, we, we don't, we're not in this position without Curtis. Ford. I mean, he, what he better be the player of the year. Okay, I mean he is a phenomenal person. Uh, he's got, I mean, he's got two years of eligibility left. He's he's graduating this spring. Um, 
Sunday, we uh, had a had a light practice. Um, I get off the elevator, go to the quarterback meeting room, just to pop in there, just to, to do my normal routine. I look in the, the, the door, and, and of course, all the quarterbacks are in there, including Curtis. Crutches up against the wall, and it's uh, all all four quarterbacks head down, note taken. I mean, like it's the midterms. Look, and looking at the fit. I mean, coaches. I couldn't see. I couldn't see Coach Spring. So I'm looking in the window, but um, and that that is a powerful, powerful thing to me. That almost just got me to tears seeing that. And uh, because I mean, it all four of them were heads down. You know, I could tell Coach Espinosa must have said, "Okay, next play, heads are up, heads are down." You know, I mean, and that's that's Curtis. That's 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 the standard here, and so. Um, that's powerful to me. That's a big reason why we're here and, um, we're excited about it. That's awesome. That's awesome to hear. And just, uh, yeah, I'm sure that seeing that and those guys so focused in on, on one common goal is that's, that's the dream, right? That's what makes you so proud as a coach. Um, you know, filling in for Curtis, um, CJ Harris, uh, you know, coming in, what's he going to have to do? What's he, what's he have to learn from, from that room to, uh, you know, come into Saturday and get you guys that win. Yes. CJ is a, um, a very experienced player as far as practice reps go. He's, uh, he's an outstanding student, uh, graduated high school early, joined our program in January, uh, went through the off season, got into spring ball, had two practices. Then we went to spring break and then the pandemic hit. So no more spring practice. We all know how that unfolded. Point being, he's been here for since since you know that, and so he's got a thousands of reps in our offense. So he stepped right in at Ball State, and in a tough environment, snowing, blowing, you know, wet ball, and and uh, and I mean, we didn't change one thing on the call sheet, not one thing, uh, and so the, the the our ability to run the football and the score was you know what dictated some play calling things but we continued to push the ball down the field i couldn't tell a difference talking to him or curtis could not there was no big eye there was no nervous i mean it's just like i was talking to curtis i mean because he's been because he's taking notes every day and he's you know he's, he, he does he's in, he's into it okay and um going into bowling green i didn't do anything out of the ordinary i was i mean just did what we normally do and he had a good week of practice and here we are and so I couldn't be happier for 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 CJ because um, a lot of a lot of uh, athletes are going to be in that position behind Curtis um, and not getting to play a lot and can get frustrated and their body language gets bad and you get you get some locker room issues. Man, CJ's been rock solid. And I've told him multiple times how proud I am of, of him, how he's handled all that. And our mentality is next man up, and uh, he's making the most of it. And he'll have to just go up and do what he what he does uh, into a hostile environment uh, on Saturday. Yeah, and that's huge. Um, as long as the body language isn't bad, and you took over for Frank Solich, who is an Ohio legend. Um, but going off of that, just the culture that you've been able to help immerse. I know when we talked to Kai and Curtis at the beginning of the season, they talked so high about the culture. So just tell me about the culture from your point of view. Yeah. Um, Obviously, to have a great culture, you got to have great young men, and I'm going to start with that. That's that's the most powerful thing. Um, it's we play a game. I told him Billy Green, 
you know, it's a play-in game, all right? And we've earned all the things up to this point. But regardless of what happens at Bowling Green, hey, football is – it's what you do. It is not who you are. And myself, including this staff, our mission is to, to um, help these young men continue to grow to be great husbands and wonderful fathers. That's what is the thing I'm about. So on the culture, we continue to um, do things that and we're demanding. Don't get me wrong. That bar's high. And we push them and we challenge them. I mean, I mean, after some wins, meeting in the meeting rooms, you think we lost the game. I mean, we're, we push them because they want to be pushed because they trust us. They know that we have their best interests at heart. I mean, we're serve, we're serving their hearts, not their talents. And they see it. And they're in. I mean, uh, Bowling Green scored first last last week. Our guys, nobody even looked at, at to the sideline to a coach. They looked at one another, and um, it's really really powerful, really powerful, very proud. Coach, um, I, I want to. I mean, we we could spend a ton of time talking about Saturday, but we also on our show we'd like to get to know, like you said, you said in the in in what. It, got in my brain here is that you know fathers husbands and just like it is what you do uh not who you are right so i want to know about coach albin i want to know about coach albin off the field um and 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 you know what what kind of things uh do you like to do off the field when you're not coach i know it's a it's a 24 7 job but um you know tell us a little bit about you off the field what you enjoy doing i appreciate you you asking that i um i've got two children uh daughters uh, studying for state boards for school for for a traveling nurse engaged and due to get be married this may uh, my son is in grad school here at ohio university and, and, and uh just graduated in may with an engineering degree and is in, is working as a grad assistant in the engineering department okay i share that with you um, my, my wife has done an unbelievable job with our with the three children me being one of those <laughs> all right and our and our dog macy the, the real head coach of our house but um um you know, when my children, when my kids were little, okay, and there's pressure at the house um, because you're, you want to be at all the events the most that you can, you know, and it's hard to, to, to divide, to serve their hearts here when your hearts, you know, hearts, you've you got your own children. It is a tough balance to, to, to do both things to do to, and to do it. it your wife's got to be a rock star and, it, and um, mine sure is Brooke. Um, and so are all the other wives on our staff that enables us to be who we are with our team. Now, things that I do outside of, of Peden state, the walls of Peden stadium. I mean, we, I tip, I'd like to go fishing. My, my fam, my, my son likes, we like to go fishing. Uh, I take, I take this, the staff's kids fishing, just me and my wife, you know, and that is, that, I mean, we had, we did that in August, had a blast. I was, you know, you guys go have a date night. You know, because um, so, I, I can do that because my children are grown and they got their own things going on. All right. So that frees me up to do some things like I just explained. Um, uh, it's it's um, it takes a, a village. You, you, you know, this, you know, the old thing, it takes a village and um, you got to have some strong people in the village to keep it going. And that's that's my wife, you know, and I, I just want you know, my kids are grown. So I got some more time. And whereas, you know, Tremaine Scott's got four children at home. John Houser's got four children at home. Spencer's got two. I mean, you know, they're all in the age, you know, five to 
15 and they're going crazy, you know? And, and so it's, it's um, really a, a masterpiece in how we, how it works, but you know, I know it's a long answer, but Tim's what Tim's does now outside of Peden is different than what I did when my children were that age. Right. Sure. And so, um, um, it's been, um, it's, and I didn't really realize it until really the start of this season when it kind of hit me, how I explained all that, because it, it's, so we got a good mix of older guys on the staff, uh, with Dwayne Dixon has been here, his children are grown, you know, Jimmy's no longer on the staff, but, he, but Joe was grown, you know, was growing up. So, uh, we found a good, we've got a really good balance to, to that complements uh, our family, Bobcat family and our families at home. No, that's awesome. Especially when you have all those kids and they have big brothers and then lots of uncles to look up to as well. Um, going off of that, where's your favorite place to go fishing then in Athens? <laughs> well, you know, a good fisherman doesn't, doesn't, doesn't give his favorite <laughs> spot, but I, I've got a couple spots around Athens here that, that you have to, when you go, you know, my daughter and my wife love going to these couple spots because it's, it's, it's not really called fishing. It's called catching. You know, they, they love to go when they're biting. If you get my drift, right? Sure. So I got a couple spots where I have, you have to, when you, when you tie your lure, when you bait your hook, you got to turn, you got to turn, turn your back to the water. So the fish don't get out and get it before you get it tied on. <laughs> <laughs> is, is there a place outside of that that you would just love? I mean, clearly with fishing i don't know maybe it's i i don't fish i've tried once and it was an absolute disaster actually um but um is there a place like in the u.s that or just a location or somewhere you like to go um you know away from athens a, a maybe a vacation spot but where you do yeah. some good fishing i've taken uh my son we did a fly-in in canada and had a ball i'd love to get my i'm trying to talk my wife and daughter to go but that's you know it's, there's no electricity you know, in there, you know, <laughs> you know, but the, the I understand. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But the pictures were great. But you know, but uh, I, I've I've always wanted to go fishing at, at the Great Lakes. It's a walleye capital of the world. That's our favorite fish. We we spent a year in Fargo and and fished the. I mean, me and Jimmy Burroughs fished a ton every in the summer for walleye fishing. And I've just never found the right person to guide us because I, you know, I don't have a boat or anything. Uh, I, that's a that's a kind of one of those bucket list things i mean it's three hours away right i got to get up there and get it done um and and then i thoroughly enjoy going fishing um we spend time at table rock lake uh with family uh and and do some smallmouth there uh, and then my my catch-all is i'm a i'm an oklahoma kid okay growing up and my wife's a kansas girl uh farm girl and so we love the farm the farm pond fishings back back home nice I spent time in Can I did my internship in Kansas, so I, at, at the University of Kansas. So I was, uh, I was out there again. No fishing for me, but uh, <laughs> yeah. no, that's uh, that's great to hear all that. Uh, again, it's it's important for us always to to get to know yes, coaches sir. and student athletes and our administrators. Um, we've we've heard a lot of good stuff uh, about people off the field. Um, you know, it's it's way more than wins and losses right so yeah, I, I, I really appreciate the question i really do and i'm going to interrupt you uh i mean i took the captains um i don't after the penn state game i don't maybe before the iowa state game maybe i took him to one of my spots the captains and two two of the three had never caught a fish before you know and uh you know took took some some zebco 33s and some lures and got some got some dinner after practice and drove up 
did some fishing and the, the smile, the smiles on the guys, you know, going fishing when they catch a fish is, it's a powerful thing, man. Yeah. And I'm sure like a part of that too. And then we, we'll probably wrap up here is like, it's, it's important for the guys on your team to see what you like, you know, that, that, that they see you as that, that family man and, and that, um, you know, fisherman and whatever it may be. So no, I'm sure that that's a huge part of, uh, you know, why the guys are buying in and why they're working so hard for you and, and why you're turning back and working so hard for them. So, uh, you know, we, we, uh, look forward to, uh, seeing you this Saturday, Friday answer. I guess we'll see you on Friday at the walkthroughs, but you know, this, this weekend, um, in Detroit, uh, looking forward to anything in Detroit. Uh, you know, I mean, you don't do anything. You'll be, yeah, yeah. I just found this is my, this will be my fifth trip to Detroit. Right. I've been here 18 seasons, yeah. my fifth trip, you know, so, and we've, and I've got, we've got a picture every year. Every time we went up there with Santa Claus, and you know, my kids are a little bit, they're taller, they're t- bigger now, you know, uh, the last one was 2016, but I've in 2006, I was there, you know, and they were sitting on Santa Claus, Santa Claus's knee. <laughs> so I know for sure that my wife, we're taking a family photo with Santa Claus at Detroit. <laughs> my, as my younger sister, she's 12 years younger than me. And we just took our picture. And of course I humored my mom and sat right next to Santa Claus. Like, <laughs> yeah, uh, uh, The albums will, the albums will be experiencing that uh, in Detroit. I know. So <laughs> the, the, the final question I guess I have is, you know, it's, it's been a long time for the Bobcats to come away with a, with a Mac title. Uh, you know, just what would it mean? for you to to come away with that this saturday it's it's like i said earlier it's it's, it's our goal it's it's, the, it's everyone's goal the start of the season uh i've been there five times and it has not worked out for whatever the reason uh, and the last team to do it was 1968 coach Hess. that's an unbelievable era and very i mean they'll never be duplicated what coach Hess got done okay and so yeah i want it so bad for these for this for these guys but um it's I'm going to tell them just what I told them before Bowling Green. Hey, this is football. It's a game. It's not who you are. It's what you do. And regardless of the outcome, we're going to, we, we're going to prepare. And if, if it doesn't go our way, um, you know, just, Hey, Toledo was better on that day. We've had a great, great run and a great season and they're going to continue to be successful. Sure. It's going to, it would be great, but that's not why, that's not why I'm, I'm up here every morning at four 30. It's not what I, it's not what, it's not why I do what I do when I was, when I was 27, Okay, maybe, but when I I had my first child, and I saw those those eyes opened up at somebody's at somebody's son or daughter you're working with, Tim. You know, and I, I my my thinking, my thought process was was not about a destination any longer. It's about a journey, and uh, you know that's that's kind of whatever you want to say it, but it's true. That's my story, and um, win or lose, these guys are winners. Well, we appreciate, yeah, we, we appreciate the time coach. And uh, again, we look forward to seeing you up in Detroit and uh, best of luck to you and, and your squad. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank, thank you very much. I greatly appreciate it. Experience the power and excitement of live events with Ticket Smarter. You can find seats to more than 125,000 live events, including sports, concerts, and theater shows on TicketSmarter.com. Ticket Smarter is also a proud partner of the Mac. Think smarter. Think Ticket Smarter. All right. Well, welcome, Sam and Jacoby. We just got done talking to Coach Albin, but we wanted to have you guys on the podcast. How much are you guys looking forward to coming to Detroit this weekend? I guess I started off um, very excited. Um, we've been working all off season to get to this point. So to be able to be here is a blessing. 
uh, nonetheless. So it's just a great opportunity to go out there and show that we're capable. I know at the beginning of the season, uh, we won favor to be here. So in order for us to, you know, work as hard as we have to, to be able to be in this position, um, I think it just shows um, with the coaching staff and the team, how we were able to come together to just make it happen. So, I, I mean, we're very excited to be here. Yeah, kind of going off what he said, like this is all we could have ever wanted. Um, if you would have taken us back to camp and, and told us that we could be in this position right here, I mean, we would have, we would have taken it every single time. So, um, you know, we're just grateful to be here and, and hopefully, you know, put out our best effort and, and come out on top. What have uh, what, Sam? We'll start with you on this one. But what, what have you guys done this year? What's worked? What's uh, I mean, you're in this position because of of uh, a lot of a lot of hard work this season. And so, what has clearly worked for you guys um, to get you to this point? Yeah, I mean, there's there's a lot of guys on this team who've been here for a long time who who know how it goes. And then there's guys like Jacoby who are new new additions, and it just felt like the more we played together, the more we practiced together. Uh, the more comfortable we got. And then, you know, you know, getting into Mac play, we we started to hit our stride. And since then we hadn't stopped. So um it, I think for us it was it was most just getting comfortable, um, getting the timing right. And once everyone started working together, we we were rolling. You Kobe, what about you? Anything to add on that one? Yeah, so just just being a team, I mean, uh the culture here is different. I just feel like since everyone's just came together and we just established that we was going to work hard and come together for just one goal, I mean, everything was set in stone. Um, every week, the coaching staff, they gave us a good, you know, a good plan, a good game plan to go out there and execute. So that's what we've been doing. So, I mean, it was just a complete team effort all around. So, that's, I mean, that's all we've done and that's what we're going to continue to do. And we talked to Alvin about the culture of the team, and you just mentioned it. Tell me from your perspectives, Jacoby, you can start um, just a little bit about the culture as a player. Um, I mean, as a player, I mean, it's, it's crazy, especially with me coming from Juco or whatever. I mean, the culture is different. Um, I didn't expect to, to come here and, you know, love it as much as I did. But, I mean, just the love all around just makes it just – completely easy to go out there and go to practice and grind, especially like being with my teammates. It makes it so fun to to just be out here to do what we're doing. Like I understand we're the only one of the only two teams now that's practicing, but I promise it's no it's no better feeling than being out here with my teammates and, and the coaching staff and just everyone else that's supporting us. Yeah, coming in it was, it was quick. You saw that people cared about each other, whether it's players or coaches and the strength staff or whatnot, um, you know, everyone cares about each other and, and everyone wants everyone to succeed. So, um, you know, it, it's fun to go out there and, you know, with the wideouts, it's like someone catches a touchdown and someone else catches a touchdown and everyone's celebrating because everyone cares about each other. So it makes it a lot of fun to just go out there and play ball and have a good time. With both of you guys coming in from other schools, right? Like I want to talk a little bit about Curtis. He's obviously a huge reason why you guys are in the position you you guys are in this year as well. Just as two wideouts, how were you able to just hit the ground running with him and make everything work this season? Sam, we'll start with you. Yeah, it's, it's not always easy. Um, you know, timing is, is difficult sometimes. Um, so it was important to hit it in the summer and hit it in camp. <laughs> Excuse me. Um, and then once we got rolling in the season, it was just every week we, it was getting better and better. So, once we got that timing right, I mean, I mean, Curtis is that guy. He he can put it on the spot. So 
Uh, you knew if you were open, even the slightest bit, he'd give you a chance. So we wouldn't be here without Curtis. That dude's a dog. Yep. Uh, I contributed to practicing, just going out there every day and just grinding. I mean, you can't you can't build that type of chemistry without practicing. So some days, you know, we'll have good days, we'll have bad days, but the majority of the time it was just working hard. So some days after practice, we'll get together and uh, we'll run some routes. Maybe it's some stuff that he'll want to do. Maybe it's some stuff that we would want to do. But either way, we was, you know, working on that chemistry. So when we got on the field, it was just – it was just clicking. So, I mean, you know, props to him, uh, props to the coaching staff for putting us in a good position. So, I mean, that's the reason why. And just to piggyback off that, this this is more about you guys, but I know that Curtis won't get his, his pub this week, you know, because <laughs> it's just a down bad luck, right, um, of, of suffering an injury and won't be playing. But talk about him in the locker room and what he's meant to your group and just overall your team. Um, and, and you know, we, we talk about, you Sam, you said he's a dog, you know, like what, what mindset does, does he bring to the table that spreads throughout maybe the entire team? Yeah, I mean, he had his surgery quickly after the game and um, him being on the sideline immediately after for the next game was a no-brainer. I mean, he's there. Um, you know, he's with CJ and the other quarterbacks by the phone, um, you know, figuring out what's going on game plan wise. He's asking me what coverage I saw on this and that and and what read I felt on this. And and so just, you know, his presence is being felt, whether it's on the field or not. You know, he can make his impact in different ways. And, um, you know, he's been a leader for us and a captain for us all, all year long. So he's not going to stop being that just because he, he might not be the same impact he is on the field, but he's still going to be there and he's still being felt. And we, when we would cut clips, we'd always be like, oh, he goes to his guy, Sam, or oh, he goes to his guy, Jacoby. It was really hard to pick who was Curtis's guy because you both are phenomenal at just making plays. So walk me through what's going through your head when you're making a one-handed grab or just a catch behind someone's back, Um, whoever can start. Um, I mean, it's not really much that goes through my head when I'm making plays like that. I mean, I kind of see it as routine. I mean, you practice it. So, like, once you get on the field, it's like clockwork. So, I wouldn't say that I get too excited or or anything like that. But, I mean, it's always good to make a big play. You know, just going out there and showing the world that you can do it. So, I mean, that's a positive. But at the same time, I think just being humble about the situation is probably the most important thing. So, yeah. yeah, I feel like sometimes you're out there and it happens so fast. You don't yeah. even get a chance to think about it. You're, you're running, you realize you're open, you turn your head and the ball's coming. And it kind of just happens real fast and uh, you don't have too much time to think. So looking ahead to this weekend, um, what do you guys, we, we like to not necessarily talk about what's on the field, but first of all, just what are you excited about just getting to Detroit? What are you excited about doing? Is it whether it's checking in the hotel, it could be something as simple as that, feeling like, hey, we're here, or walking on Ford Field, you're walking in an NFL venue, you know, just what what are you excited the most about outside of obviously playing in the championship game? This Yeah, I know we're going to do like a little run around um, when we first get there, get out in the field, catch some balls. So I think it'd be cool, um, you know, the whole team going out there, you know, taking a look around and and kind of realizing like how far we've come and where we're at. I'm getting ready to play in the game. So I think that's going to be cool, you know, see the, see the dome, um, feel the turf and, and you know, kind of ground yourself in the moment. 
Uh, t- to be honest, I mean, I haven't had no other thoughts on on anything else than winning the ring. So I'd be lying if I said I was excited about anything else. I'm just glad that we're in a position to win. Um, like I said, um, that's that's really the whole reason we're here. So that's my reason. I'm just I'm re- I'm ready to win a ring. Well, that's awesome. And and Jaco, you you're a you're a Mississippi guy, so you got to be happy about the weather conditions, right? About this Saturday, the weather conditions are going to be right, not going to be too cold. And Sam, I know you're you're a Cleveland guy, right? So this is this is old news this time of year. Although it's kind of nice out right now, but uh, playing playing um, playing in an NFL venue, playing at Ford Field, I mean, being able to just have all the conditions kind of even for both teams. What's that? Is that do you guys like that? Would you rather play in the elements? I always wonder, like, you guys rather play where you have everything kind of set, or you like, like, hey, it's gonna snow. Let's let's go for it. I mean, it doesn't matter. (laughs) Here for one objective, I feel like you know, as a football player, you have to be prepared for anything. So it can rain, snow, it can be hot. You know, whatever it is, we're here for one reason to win the ring. So that's what we're gonna do. Yeah, I think playing, you know, Toledo, they're they're similar conditions to Athens, Ohio. So if it snows, no big deal. We both know what to do. So um, it's kind of cool. It's neutral just because it's like may the best team win. Doesn't really matter what what else is going on. Just gotta go out there and play. Now, tell me, what are some of your favorite things about Athens, Ohio? Athens is is cool because really all that's here is the school. You know, there's there's some locals that live around here, but there's not too much else going on. Um, so the people who are here, they love the school. Um, they take pride in the school. Um, so you know, you know the people in the stands that during the games, they're they're people that really care about the program. Um, so I like that aspect of it. There's also a Joe Burrow mural somewhere. True. Yes. There is. <laughs> and Jacoby, what are some of your favorite things? Um, like, like I was saying, just going back to, to the culture and everything about the, the university or whatever. I mean, that's probably like my favorite thing. I just like how everything feels like a family here. You know what I'm saying? Like any, anywhere I go around here, you just get that feeling. I mean, it's, it's crazy to me, honestly, too, because especially being back at home or whatever, Athens is a, you know, small town, but where I'm from, this isn't considered small at all, too. So it's like a dream come true to be here. So, yeah. What are you, you guys both talk about family and the atmosphere and just Athens feels like family, your team feels like family. We just talked to Coach Alvin and he preaches that, you know, he, he, in that locker room, he wants to know you on and off the field. He wants your coaches. Everyone's got families. Everyone's like part of the, part of the process, part of the family, no matter if you're on or off the field. What has Coach Albin brought to you guys? The mindset is two new guys coming in. Um, you know, we just talked to him, and he we probably could have talked to him for like, it's probably not surprising you guys, but probably for like an hour longer. I mean, the guy, he just goes on, and and it's great stuff. Like everything that came out of his mouth, I was like, wow, I'm, I'm ready to go play, right? So, <laughs> like, what, is, what has Coach Albin brought to the table for you guys, um, you know, both coming from different places to, to ingrain you in the Ohio Bobcat family? Yeah, he he cares about his guys. I mean, he he wants to get to know you. He wants to know what's going on. I remember I was moving in this summer. My mom was in town to help me move in, and he's like, make sure you bring your mom over to the stadium. I got to meet her. So uh, we went up to his office and had a good talk with him. So 
Um, you know, he cares about you, cares about what's going on. He, he's not just a football coach who's X's and O's, you know, he, he's got, you know, an interest in what you got in your personal life. And, and that, that makes it easier for you to lay on the line when you, when you go on the field, when you have that relationship um, with what goes on off it. Yeah. Same thing about, you know, what Sam was hitting on or whatever. Uh, I feel like to me, he's more than a football coach. I consider coach Alvin family, uh, especially some of the things that he's done for me since I've been here, you know, it's crazy because I feel like no other head coaches showed me that kind of love like he has, you know what I'm saying? So, it's just, um, and yeah, like he was saying, it just makes it way easier to go out and step on the field when you're doing it for, you know, for more than one reason, just because he's your coach, you know. I feel like he's family and, you know, this team or whatever, I'll do anything to to get out on the field and, and help us win. So I think that's a, a huge reason behind our success. It's just him, you know, showing us that, that that pretty much that he's going to be there for us, win, lose, draw, wherever it is outside of the field. He's willing to help us with anything. Now, I know you're focused on the rings, but he did tell us that the Elvin family is going to take a Christmas picture with Santa in Detroit. Now, do you think he's going to get a football family picture with Santa? Is that a possibility? Uh, if they bring Santa to the Dome for practice, then maybe I'll take a picture with him. But... <laughs> All right, adding that up on my things to, yeah, right. <laughs> things to make happen. Yeah, we'll have to try and coordinate that one for you guys. That'd be good. But hey, what we want to also know, like we talk about family, we talked this with Coach Alvin and he really appreciated the question. I'm sure you guys do. You guys are more than football players. You're more than just going for a ring this weekend. Tell me a little bit, um, Sam, we'll start with you. Not your background, but what you're into off the field. Just what you like to do when you're not practicing, when you're not playing. What are some things that, that you like to get into? Yeah, I like to, you know, hang out with some friends, um, you know, being away from home now, call my friends, call my family. I think it's nice to, you know, touch base with, um, you know, the people that helped get me here. Um, I like to play golf. That's probably my favorite thing to do. So I'm happy there's a couple extra warm days, but usually when it gets cold here, that that's done. Um, but yeah, that's what I like to do. Sleepy hollow. Sleepy hollow. It's a yeah, hard you're, you're Brex, Brexville, right? Brexville. Yeah. That's right. In my hometown. Yeah. So every year the Cleveland Sports Commission has their golf outing here that we oh, play yeah. at Sleepy Hollow. So uh yeah, yeah. it's uh it's tough. It's a tough it's course. Beautiful, but it's tough. <laughs> yeah. Where where's your favorite since just because I love golf and you're a Cleveland guy, a favorite place to play in Cleveland golf when you come back? Or is it there? Sleepy is probably up there, but I've only played there a handful of times because it's it's almost borderline not too fun sometimes when I'm <laughs> four putting on every hole. Um I'll play Briarwood a lot just because that's right down the road. Um, I honestly, I haven't played too much golf in Cleveland. I didn't start playing until recently, so I played a ton in oh. Columbus, and there's hundreds of courses there. So, um, But Sleepy is a really nice one. I'm a big fan of that. COVID golfer? We've talked to a lot of people that just really got into golf during COVID. I just missed it, and I wish – if I feel like if I was a year ahead, I'd be better by now, but <laughs> I just missed that. I started about last May. So Okay. All right. Yeah. It's never too late to get into golf, though. I know. It's a lifelong game, so. Jacoby, what about you? What are some things off the field that you enjoy doing? Um, Talking to talking to family from back home, especially when I get time. Um, I like to play video games. I like to play basketball. Obviously, I haven't been doing that because of, you know, football season or whatever. 
But um, after football season, I like to play basketball and lift weights and, and stuff like that. So, I mean, even if it wasn't for football, I think I would still be like a workout addict. They're just, they're just what I like to do or whatever. So, but I mean, those are, that's pretty much what I like to do off the field. Who would you have on your 3v3 team from out of your football, out of the Ohio football guys? Who are you having on your 3v3 team? I mean, I really, I really can't say because I, I haven't had a, you know, a fair like observation of everyone on the team that's that's that claims that they're a good basketball player. But I have to choose two other receivers, so I'm, I'm gonna go with Sam. I haven't seen him play, but I mean, how good he is on the football field, I would assume he's halfway decent on the basketball court. So I go with Sam, and. I go with Miles Cross. I go. I go with my boy Miles. And who's your easiest competition then? Who are the other three? Easiest competition? Oh uh, yeah, Armani. Yeah, Armani Rose. <laughs> um, let me see. See, this is hard because if you ask anyone, they're all going to say that they're good. Everyone yeah, well, can say yeah. they're good at basketball. Well, yeah, like that's the thing. So I mean, I just haven't had a chance to just see what they're really about. We're gonna find out soon, like in like a month or two anyway. So <laughs> but I'm gonna say our money, our money rooms, Isaiah Davis, and Nigel Drummond. See, I thought you were gonna pick on some of the linemen there. That's what I was thinking trying too. Trying to fly yeah. by them. No, I mean I haven't seen I haven't seen them who my body up though, you know. I know. Yeah. I'm, I'm a big, I'm a big body too, though. So you know what I'm saying? That, that brings a good Sam. Who's the, who's your, uh, I know you just started, but who's one of the best uh, guys on the team golf wise. I think I might have to claim that one. I think I might be the best golfer on the team, unfortunately. Uh, no, nah, but I've played with Curtis. He's pretty solid. I'll play with Vance Van Every. He's an offensive line. I'll play with him quite a bit. Um, Caleb Gossett, another wide eyes, pretty good player. We had we had a fun little uh just like a bunch of four-man scramble competition towards the end of the summer. Um, to like Parker Titsworth, I think his team won. Um Parker Titsworth's brother, I think, is a professional golfer at some capacity. I want to say he's on the Corn Ferry Tour or something like that. Oh, so wow. Parker's a pretty good player too. So that was fun. Sweet. It's great when you guys get out to whether it's playing basketball or you know playing around in golf just getting probably to know your your other teammates or um just getting together with guys off the field it probably creates that bond for you guys when you're when you're in that locker room i'm sure so yeah definitely um, doing doing that stuff's all all good yeah and do you guys have any favorite food spots in athens i know there's quite a few i'm still trying to figure that out um i'm still new here um I like Larry's Doghouse. That's that's one of the ones that they hook us up with with our – like we get meals through football, so that's one of the ones I like to go there. What about you, Kobe? I mean, nothing's beating the food from back at home, so <laughs> I really can't I really can't speak on it, but I guess I could say Texas Roadhouse, uh, Applebee's. I, I, I really can't speak <laughs> Listen, I love Applebee's, and I take a lot of crap for that yeah, in the office. Yeah, that's, that's not. <laughs> but listen, I, I love it. I thought you guys were going to hit me with some courtside pizza, though, I will say. That's good. That good. is good. Good pizza by the slice. You got to try it. Although you're like a fit guy, so you're like, I don't want to consume. No, no, no. I'm going to eat it. I'm gonna oh, eat okay. Kobe, okay. Kobe can eat. <laughs> 
Go, yeah, as you say, go get some courtside pizza. You will not regret it. I'll try that today. What's what's the best thing back home to eat, Jacoby? Literally everything. Like we're talking, like it's. I've never been to Mississippi, so I mean, what's I mean, I know what kind of foods down there, but what you know, what's the thing? It's a great state. My dad's from there. You can go to any local restaurant, and you'll probably eat the best for your life. I mean. But as far as like restaurants go, like especially like local in my area, I would say uh, Memphis Barbecue, Zaxby's, um, and then a couple of other like local places too. Um, I could say Slim Chickens, it's good too. But it's a whole bunch of like local cooking and stuff that I really just like that that you won't find here in Ohio. So, is there one dish like you go home like? that's made for you like whatever that you're just like can't wait to get home and the barbecue like the barbecue. Every, every time i go home my dad gets on the grill like okay the barbecue is amazing i, I haven't tasted anything like mississippi barbecue so that, that's what i would say it is you said zaxby's you're speaking to my heart we have canes up here obviously not not like Zaxby's. Not like Zaxby's. Mm-mm. Sorry. Sorry, Sam. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but um, what about are you a sweet tea fan? Yes. Yes. That's my that's my favorite drink, sweet tea. Okay. I'm sure it's hard being up here and it's all unsweet for you. <laughs> no, that's all good. I, I mean, <clears throat> I guess it helps me stay even more fit that I, I don't have a sweet tea or two every day now. So <laughs> And Sam, what are some of your favorite Cleveland area spots? I I really like Swenson's um, burgers. Uh, let me see. There's just like a, a deli in Brexville that we would all go to. It's just like a deli for less. And I just get a chicken bacon ranch sub and I get it every time I go home. So that's my go-to. Love it. You Browns fan? Huge Browns fan. Better boys. Yeah. Love to hear. It. Hey, the the winds are few and far between right now, but maybe maybe down the up and up. Yeah, maybe <laughs> win out, go ten and seven, see you in the playoffs. We'll see. Jacoby, <laughs> you say you're a basketball guy. Go being in Mississippi. Do you have a? I mean, there's no team. Where who's your favorite team? Do you have a favorite NBA team, or do you root for players? Uh, I root for a player, uh, Lee Goat James. So <laughs> so that's that's my favorite player. So I mean, wherever wherever he goes, that's who I'm gonna be rooting for. So. I mean the Lakers, they aren't they are good this year, but you know, I got faith in them. Whenever you got LeBron James on the team, I just feel like anything can happen. So we'll see. Well, he probably eyes Cleveland's roster now and he wants to come back. So yeah, so he'll be a Cavs fan soon, Kobe. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I'm all, I'm down for it. Especially- we heard it. We have it on here. So if he comes back, yeah, we'll yeah, make quote. sure you, you come up and uh, you know, get your Cavs gear on. You'll be ready, ready to rock. Hey, that's cool with me. That's cool. <laughs> Well, guys, uh, we appreciate you coming on today. Uh, you know, looking forward to a, a fun weekend, uh, seeing you guys up in Detroit. You know, um, best of luck to you guys as as you go for something that hasn't happened uh, with the Ohio football team in in quite some time. So, uh, we we uh, you know we wish you the best of luck, and again, can't wait to see you up in at Ford Field. Thank you, guys. Thanks for having us. Yeah. yeah. Thanks. Good luck. Thank you. goes